This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So the um, person I wanted to speak about today was, tonight was the Rived. Um, so first of all, like always, I try to um, give over where, where the material exists. The truth is, he wrote a lot, but very little of it is material you can figure out much about his biography. Um, there was one work that uh, Dr. Tversky, uh, Yitzhak Tversky, Isidus Tversky, Rev. Salvechik's son-in-law, wrote his doctoral thesis on it, and he published it as a book. Um, it's called the, um, it, you know, it's it's the Rived of Basquiris, um, and that is supposed to be kind of the benchmark book. Tachlis, a lot of description, a lot of details about things, but very hard, not, not easy to put together biographical material. Um, his own brother-in-law, uh, his name is Chaim Salvechik, Dr. Professor Chaim Salvechik, critiqued it very, very sharply. Um, I wasn't able to download his critique because it costs a lot of money, so uh, <laughs> we'll have to do without it unless somebody wants to sponsor $36 for his article, um, or if you don't have anything else to do with your money. So, But Al Kapanim is not so relevant. There's somebody else who actually put out material that is on the, on the Raza, on the Balamar. His name is, it was an Israeli choker. Uh, as somebody I knew actually a bit, Toshma from person, a very fine person, who actually I think did a very good job. And he does speak a little bit about it because they interacted a lot. So the material comes from the end. Most everything that I'll speak about is in this is in this forum and, and, and so on. First, um, two introductions. Um, it, it, he, he lived in the 1100s, from let's say 1120 to 1198 is more or less the accepted span of life. He lived in, in Provence, and I want to try to explain a little bit where it is, what it is, because it's important for the um, understanding of a lot of things. It, today, we're used to thinking of countries as uh, complete entities, so France is France. France is about as big as Texas, and doesn't seem to be any problem having a country that size. Uh, like I've said many times before, a country that size is not viable, was not viable in those days, and provinces and sub, subsections were a lot more um, realistic. So there was North France, which would be where the Balitaisis lived, and that's the France you hear about all the time, um, Paris, etc., etc. The, um, the Provence is the southernmost strip of France. It's on the Mediterranean. Um, it's, it goes from Italy on one side to Spain on the other side, or the Pyrenees Mountains, the border with Spain. The, um, which means that it's, it's in a certain sense between France and Spain. Um, and it, it equally, probably a little more accessible to France because there's no mountain range in between and so on. But it, it was its own separate world. It really was not part of the French world. Certainly not part of the Spanish world. It was Provence. You come across it when you learn Rishonim. Chochme Lunil. Lunil was a city in was was in was in in 
is Provence, um, actually somebody called Hayarchi, because the word Lunil, like moon, Hayarchi is, is a Hebrew translation of it. And Montpellier is there. Um, Narbonne was a big city and it seemed to be the central city. Those were cities that were along the bottom of France, of what's France today, and they formed Provence. The Jews in France, North France, were expelled in 1394. The Jews in most of Provence were not expelled until 1500. And there were four cities there because they belonged to the Pope, actually. They were allowed to stay till, till the modern era. They, in other words, they never were expelled. And they had they have their own Nusach a little bit. It, it's a cross between different, different uh, uh, countries and so on. The Rambam wrote with great respect. The only, he felt that Provence was one of the few places where terror still existed. Some of the gdolim, some of the names we know, the first gadol, Reb Moshe Adarshan, that Rashi brings all the time, Reb Moshe Adarshan, Reb Moshe Adarshan, he lived a hundred years before or so in Provence. Um, the Balhamor came to Provence, and the uh, Raivet, of course, and the, later on, the Mi'iri. There were many others, but those are the names that you've heard of probably the most, and they all are from that area. So it's neither Spain nor France, it's really its own entity. That's one Akdama. The second Akdama is that there were three rivets, and he did not have split personality. They actually were three very different people. The first one, and, and they all lived Kemat the same, they all lived from 11 till 1200. One of them lived from 1120 to 1198, one from 1110 to 1180 or so. It's not this, they're called Riven number one, Riven number two, number three. It's not really chronological. The Riven Rishon, as he's called, was not really um, such a, he wasn't noted so much for being a Talmud Chacham. He lived in Spain. His name was Avram Ben David. He wrote a sefer called Sefer HaKabbalah, which is a history work. Basically, he was fighting the Karoyim, and he listed Kilu the Messiris from Moshe Rabbeinu to his times. Um, so he, historian, he wrote books on astronomy. He, he was more or less known for that, and not really for, you know, in, in Alma Torah, he didn't have real place. But he's known as the first Rivet. The second Rivet, wasn't even called Rivet. He was Avram Reb Yitzchak, known Rabbi, but he was the Av Bezdin of Nabon, and so he was known, if you'll see sometimes Ramban, it says Rav Av Bezdin, two words. People, you know, a lot of times mix them up, and he was called Rivet, so he was the second Rivet, and he's mentioned quite a bit. He wrote a sefer called Sefer HaEshkol, which is a halacha compendium, and that is, um, and and that's like it's 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 a it's a classical it's the same type of work. There were many that made that type of, of work, where basically a, a, a halacha sefer of, of halachas that's called Sefer Eshkol. It came out in the late eighteen hundreds or whatever it is. That, that, that's it was probably it was printed at that time. That's the second rivet. He was the father-in-law of the third rivet, the one that we're talking about. Um, so there, there must have been 
not a big difference. I, I mean, if, if, the, if, the, if the dates are right, there's about a 10-year difference. But I'll assume he got married late, he got married early, and, and the girl was young. So, but he was, he was a big Talmud Chacham. He was really a, a, a Reish Bezdin. And our Raiva, the Raiva III, whose name was Avram David, was his son-in-law, and, and so on. The Raiva the, the we're talking about, and we'll refer to him, Everybody knows him as the one who wrote the, the comments on the Rambam. The truth is, he wrote voluminously. He wrote an awful lot more than, than, than the, the, the Aris Nasogis. He, he, so what we have from him, and this is only what we have, and we know there's a lot more, he wrote, he wrote a group of Sfarim that are Kiftse Halachis and Hilchas Lulav. He wrote something called um, Isamashahu, which is on Teresa. It's 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 a um, it's an Isabeheta. He wrote um, Balea Nefesh, which is a very very important work on Hilchas Nida Nida Mikvos. Um, it's again it's it's a it's like a, a shachar type halacha book, and this was this was not uncommon. There, there are many others from this genre, like the Balaito, All these farim were kifzei halachas, and he wrote those kifzei halachas. One, he wrote um, on a lot of mesechtes. So, for instance, we have printed on. Mesechtes Kinim, Mesechtes Idias in Shas, you'll see a peerish of the Rivet on the side. That's our Rivet. We have a Mesechtes Baba Kaman, I think maybe Abu Zora. We have the Rivet, Chedusha Rivet, like, like Yavarajba. We have the Shita Mugabetzes, and almost every Mesechta brings um, it, 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 the Rivet. We, we, we don't have the Sefer, but he must have written on much of Shas. And he has an extremely important pirush on Taras Khanim. Taras Khanim is the Medrash Halacha on Vayikra. It's the backbone of Kachim. The Ravid wrote a pirush on it, which makes the Ravid an extremely important sefer to use when you're learning Kachim. The Ravid on Taras Khanim is invaluable. The problem with it was it was a horribly, horribly messed up sefer. The Gersos, the Chaznish said it's a sefer in Muga. He's, and they now have the Nukis and they've been putting out, Mechon um, I think, has been putting out the Taras the, the, the Khan with the Ravid redone and well done and so on. But it's a major, major Pirish. And on most of Shas and so on, we have his Pirish. We also have a collection um, called Tmim Deim, which is Shal Zetshuvis, but they're really. I, I, he didn't put together Shal Shuvah Sefer, most people didn't. It's, it's a collection of Shuvah, Psachim, and so on and so forth, um, which had been redone by Kapach, and he calls it just Shuvah Psachim, um, pretty much the similar uh, idea, and that's what we have in the Ravid. So, so extraordinarily voluminous, he wrote an awful lot, on, 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 seems as almost on everything. Um, he became famous, f- most famous, and people pick up on it immediately, is the Hasagis. He wrote Hasagis on the Rambam, and he wrote um, a, a sefer which he called Kosov Sham, 
which is Hasagas on the Balamar. So if you ever look at the Rif, you have the Rif, you have the Balamar who argues occasionally with with the with the Rif. Um, and then you have two defenders of the Rif. You have the Ramban in Mulhamas, and you have the Ravid, Kosovsham. The Ravid in his Asagis, and we'll see in other places, is extraordinarily sharp. And and really, really sharp. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, incredible. Um, he 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 lashes out very strongly. On the Rambam, he still sort of seems to have a certain amount of respect. Um, on the, the Balamor, he's very sharp, very, very sharp with him. And um, not, not really clear why. What's so sharp? Why is he that sharp? And what's it about? Um, it, it, you know, it, we'll see soon, we'll see in a minute um, where probably some of his sharpest Lashainists are. He was a contemporary of the Rambam. He might have been slightly older than the Rambam. He was a contemporary of the Balamor. He, he, doesn't, he didn't seem to have ever met the Balamor, but was a contemporary of his, contemporary of Benetam and the Ri. They lived in North, in North France, so they had no real connection, a, a real uh, meeting. Um, but Al Capone, that was his Kufa. So um, he really, really. I, 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 I did a computer run on Rishonim, how often they quote the Ravid. It was well over 5,000 times. The, um, it's interesting. Um, one of Dr. Salvechik's points in the article that I did have, that, that you could download, was that it's terrible that he's, not, that he's known as the Balasagas, because that was a minor part of his work. He, he, his, his life did not revolve around the Rambam, Finding problems, he, he wrote, and this was a side thing. And he said, and he, and he, and he it, you know, he, he makes a cheshbon. This is pre-computer age, this, and and I checked on computer. The the the, the rivet in Hasagis is only mentioned 150, 160 times in the Rishonim, and the rivet in in his regular writings is over 5,000 times. The, the truth is also that sagas are not a lot of writing. There's not a lot of it. So, but it became most famous because the Rambam is so famous, and therefore all of the sagas are very famous. And the question is, really, why did he write so so sharply? I, I mean, it, it's it's incredibly sharp. Um, I want to read something that is really hard to, to get, hard to understand. I don't know what, what to make of it, but it is. His, probably his sharpest writings was a set of a back and forth with the Balamor. Um, it's called Divrei HaRivos, Divar HaRivos, Divrei HaRivos, the fights. It, it, and, and again, we don't know what context um, it's it's printed in the in the in the um, Deim is printed in, in the Truvus of Sokim, but but that's wherever they put it. I, you know, these things were found, and they were sort of found with other stuff and, and printed, but it's on one sugi in Bametzia, a sugi if you have a para that's a shula and a schura, one day shol, shol one day sachor, and it's a question when it damaged and so on. A real 
nothing. We don't have the entirety of it. We have, we're missing the beginning of it, so we're missing some context. And what's interesting is that um, the the uh, um, the the, bala- the rived is the one who is always going with very sharp shyness. So the first shuv of the rived is um, I you know I I've come with you and you know I I I. I've, I've come to, 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 to have a pleasant exchange, like kind of uh, I've come to play with, to entertain myself with my friend in, in, in beautiful words. And then he says, I do know that the seventh midah of 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 uh, uh, you know nickname behem moidal emis is not your forte. Velule achai vereye ashasham loyisi atameshiv kemashtayim etshuvaisav. I would only have answered on two, except for the fact that so friendly. I feel that I must answer on everything. In other words, because I don't think you would ever be murdered to what I said. This is the first one. Um, they, you know, points out mistakes, long arichas, halachadika stuff, and then the um, the 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 alamor answers to he says shalom rav lechol teiroscha vanocha vahashkit mechamoscha. I hope you calm down a bit. The chacham asher chachmosim atichosay, whose chachma boils in him, and his understanding doesn't let him be calm. In other words, you, you're so worked up. He says, um, you, you definitely um, you, you definitely were correct when you said that your words are like a boiling pot and so on. But all I see in the path is a lot of smoke. Now, I don't know what this is about, and I, no one does. It's, it, it means, in other words, what the words mean is um, you sent to me your reply with friends. They did not want to let me look at it, and it's really a shame that, you know, it, it, it's a bush and so on and so forth. Not clear what the politics of that was, what they didn't want, and so on and so forth. Then he says, um, and you, a wise man, what, what, what does it add to you that you write bitterness to me and you send them to, to, to your loved ones and those who who, who um, with your loved ones, and and they hide them. Um, is this is this a reward that I was so much abeach you, and you know I wrote so nicely that that you that you turn around and you insult me? He said I I presented myself as if I was one of your ketani talmidim. 
you, you, you took it at face value that I'm one of your small tamidim. gabi and and you know you it, it's the lashon of a pasik. You plowed over me, you know, meaning you you um, you, you, you you exploited me. You follow your data. Kilishoni et sefer kechde if a sefer at secha. Vloma evla vashen emcha. Why do you want the appellation of Yedid to be erased? In other words, we've been friends, we, we, we speak like friends, why do you want to destroy that? And should give you and me, and me a pure heart. And Akashbok will mechadish ruach nochen lifchar l'shena rumiim v'safa brura tahayra nekiyah lahafli eitzah like the shir. Akashbok will give us a clean ruach to 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 um, you know uh, to, to to deal with the things, matter of fact, and so on and so forth. Um, he responds to it, and he's very upset at what he wrote to him, and he said. Um, after he said, you know, you've turned against me, and uh, you, you, um, you know, you've written about me that I'm a pot and smoking, so on and so forth. <laughs> um, then he said, the Akadish the, Baruch uh, is my witness. I did not mean to fight or, or to lash out against you. It's just that I saw that the Sephardi, the Sephardim, the Sephardi means Spanish for him. Um, I saw that this is the style in Spanish farm, and since the Balamor came from Spain, he felt that this was the, the, the uh, you know, that they they write and yell and scream at each other all sorts of nasty things, and then afterwards they're best friends. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see, maybe this is your style, and I'll write to you a, 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 a letter that's full with love. But you know, we're using that nusach, and chas v'shalom. I didn't mean to invade you, and uh, you know, and 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 the uh, you know, my first letter is a riotit, and I asako wanted to be menag with you at the minig asfarim, and the uh, and I don't know why you wrote back such such type of things and so on and so forth. You called me. Um, like uh, somebody who plays cards and so on and so forth, on and on, upset at his lashonos. The Balamor answers him, and he says, um, so, so he says, first of all, um, let's see, he goes straight to Indian here, he writes that the minhag that you mentioned um, about uh, you know, the Sephardim and so on and so forth, I must tell you that I never ever came up against that minug and so on and so forth. I, I don't know what you're talking about. The, nobody writes the way you write, so on and so forth. <laughs> That's the back and forth of them. Very, very sharp. Um, and it, it, it's, it, you know, I don't know. I, it, he, he's, now, what's interesting on the Rambam, the Ramam, there is an understanding of the sharpness. So let's take a look at um, two interesting Hasagas of the Rivet. I got just the photocopy should be easier to, to read it. Um, he writes um, 
the Rambam in his Akdama to Sefi Arachazaka says, you know, he saw the Yudas Hadiris and people don't know halachas, psukas, etc., etc. The Fikach says, Karasish and Kibbaz Mishnah Taira. I called my, my Sefi Mishnah Taira. Why? A person will learn Chumash um, first. He'll learn the Rambam. He won't need another Sefer. So that was extraordinary. Bear in mind, by the way, that the Rambam was not. It was very different than like the Sefer Eshkol, which all these are contemporary Sefer Eshkol, Sefer Itur. All of those farm were halachas farm, as opposed to the Rif um, and the Rush, who put the halachas, Rush much later, but who put the halachas around the Gemara, and then they, and then they, um, you know, and, and you still had the problem of finding halach. You have to remember, was it Mait Cotton? Was it Subis? Where was it? In in um, the Rambam and all these others firms did it topically, so it's easier to find. No one, but but everyone did practical laws. She saw that Hilchas Nida is becoming, you know, a, a, a field where a lot of people don't, you know, don't know the halachas. So he made a chayveris on Hilchas Nida. The Rambam did, it set out to something a lot more ambitious. The Rambam wanted to do all of Torah. And he writes clearly in his Hakdama that, you know, Bavli Yushalmi, Safra, Sifri, Michilto, any Torah Shabal Peh finds its place in his Sefer. It's Kola Torah Kula. That's what it is. So that's how the Ram described his Sefer. The Ravid has a, a saga on it. Omavram, Sobal Atakim Leitikin. He thought that he's accomplishing something good. It didn't. He 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 um, he he broke sharply with anybody before him. They all wrote, you know, it's every the, 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 the everyone. The riff was mafalpul even in the places where he doesn't where he makes a chiddush halachas. He's mafalpul in it. And they would say the riff says vagoinim or or whatever. There's a big talus. Sometimes a dying will decide to pass one way or another. He has a riot from some place. So so he'll know he can choose and pick whose whose day is it. So if you bring the Goyenim and say, this is what the Goyenim said, this is what, what the Ritz ben said, this is what he said, so I know that I can have Harata from what I, um, from, from what uh, I believe. But I don't know, your opinion is not, it's not Mechaev me to, to back off. If I'm bi- if the one is mikhalakim is bigger, fine. Vimani godal mimenu, lam vat laiti mimenu, mipnei daitoi. Why would I want to be vat my das for his das? Vaoid ki yesh tevarim shagoyim cholkim zalze. There are things that's machlekes of the goyim. 
And the Rambam passed like one of them. That's okay. But, but, but there's another sheet. Why do I have to rely on him? He's, he's a little bit too arrogant. So here, the Ravid states something <coughs> which people um, understood to be the, the, the reason why the Ravid is so sharp with the Rambam. Um, and the, the, the accepted reason was that the Rambam... Um, he did not want the Rambam to become a Sefer Torah. It's, it's another Shita Rishonim, and it's a Makamach and the, the fact that it's Cholik so vociferously and so sharply is, is, gives people else the understanding Rambam is another Sefer. He also sort of alludes, uh, uh, he gives a backhand compliment. This is in Hilchas Kalayim. He says, Om Avram, Kol it's something in Kalayim where he says he thinks he's wrong. And he says, If not for the fact that the Rama wrote such a major work, collecting all the Gemaras and so on and so forth, I would get together a, a, a big oilam. In other words, basically, I would go out against the Rambam. Because of what he did. So basically, the Ravid says that the Rambam, um, the Rambam did something which is a, um, a, a, a worthy accomplishment. It's, it's putting together all the Shas Rabbi Shalmi, and we owe him a debt of gratitude for it. So I, I will argue in each place, but I won't try to get the Rambam off the bookshelf. That's basically what he's writing here. So, so that at least has some Havon and Tfisa. There's a story I once saw from Shem Reb Michal, then I've seen it in different versions from different people, but it's fairly similar. But I mean, this I read Reb Michal saying it, so Reb Michal Feinstein was the Briskarov son-in-law. And he asked the Briskarov, he, he, either someone asked a question or he raised the question, said the Pshat, how come the Ravid uses such sharp lishayness against the Rambam? So Reb Michal answered that it's, it says that a Talmud Chacham, you know, his Torah is, is, is Marticha Bey, Sachas Bey, like the, like the Lashen that the uh, Balamor used, and therefore a Reisrug Keturasach Bey. It's, it's when you get very involved in something, you, 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 you explode and say sharp things, but you know, it's it's like out of out of risk of the raisa. Briskov made a face, didn't like it at all, and it's not the not the Briskov style that the surah. And the Briskov said, "No, that's not pshat." Um, he said in halacha, there's there's a din a lesis upon him b'mishpat. You're not allowed to play favorites when it comes to din. So the um, so to answer somebody that you know it, it, it may not be so muhach when really it's muhafakert is is called being nice upon him within you're you're really in a certain sense um, perverting the din the din is what you're saying is absolutely wrong it's not a little dachuk. 
so when when what the Ramam says is not just wrong, but it's absolutely impossible. You need to to, to, to say that, and that's why the Ravid had to be medayik. This is like sohir, this is like nor, this is like burns and that. So to be precise and exact, what he doesn't, what's wrong about it? it it's a very brisk teretz. It's hard to see that to say that that's exactly that. But okay, that's that that's the that's the way the, the Rav was magdrit. Um But the more accepted pshat is that the Rambam, you know, he he, he needed to be a counterbalance to the Rambam so that people don't just go blind to Rambam because that's not the actual Torah. <coughs> but the real problem is, how do you explain? Um, how do you explain the um, the, 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 the Balamor? The, the Zashenis of Balamor are much, much, much sharper. Incredibly sharp. We just saw. And, and, and wherever, and whenever, in, in, in the course of Sham, he uses very sharp Zashenis. And the question is why? I mean, Balamor was not a major Psak Sefer that was going to be accepted in Kali Yisrael. The fact that he argued with the Rif, what's the problem? I mean, he himself says you should, you should argue. It's not monolithic. It's not, it's not as if they're right. Why was he so incredibly sharp? We, we don't have any other real Hagos that we, that we can test it by. But still, it, it's a very, very sharp um, the shyness. What's interesting is the Balamor um, never, you know, he, he, the, Balam, the, the Balamor does not, um, the Balamor does not reply in kind. I mean, even what we saw is mild. Balamor is, never uses his shyness, um, and and uh, the Ravid uses constantly. So either because the Ravid was more, much more chashev, so Balamor deferred. And he couldn't write such a shyness. I don't know, but there's an interesting, there's it's something very interesting about the Ravid, the way he wrote his far. I'll tell you where it, where it's most evident. They were working on manuscripts of the Bala Nefesh. All, all of these firms, firms that were very popular in Kali Yisrael, tended to remain error-free. Firms that were not so popular, so so whatever manuscripts we have tend to be pretty bad. And the people who put him out didn't do a great job. The Balan Nefesh is a very chashva work. And as they were preparing a better edition, they had almost two kisuyotis that were very different. And they couldn't make heads or tails, nusachach and this. They finally realized uh, um, that he basically derived. This is this was a second edition after the the Balamor had written Hagaras on it and Horus on it. The Balamor had written Horus on it. The Raivet turned around and anything that he found to be true and right, he incorporated in his work. He crossed out and wrote in what the what what the, what the Balamor had written and so on. The Raivet has in fact and he writes in a few places with I used to think that Allah was this, now I realize it's this. I used to learn chat like this, now I realize it's this. The Ravid really, really had the the Midah of Maidal Emes shines through. As sharp and, and, and as strong 
as he lashes back, when he feels the, that the Balamar was right, he changes. He literally cr- took a pen, crossed out whatever he felt was w- 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 been upgeschlagged. He would rewrite it and he would stick it in like he would stick it in as this is the way to read it now. And and it's clear once once they realized that it was clear that that's that's what that second nusach was. It was the nusach after this. Um, and 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 so when the rivet wrote that you're not a Midal Emes, the rivet himself was Midal. The rivet himself writes numerous times I, that I changed my pshat. I realized I was wrong, and so on. So so it not it's not just words. He really lived those words. Um, the, the final thing I'd like to bring a, a very interesting, uh, two more interesting things in his Psakim and Chubas he has in his Ptim Deim, he has a very interesting um, piece on Lashainis in the Gemara, what they mean, certain Lashainis. He calls them Midish Atonidreshes, but it has nothing to do with Midish Atonidreshes the way we know it. It's like ways to understand that the Gemara can say Svaru and it's a Maskana, all, all sorts of all sorts of terminology in in the mechanics of the Gemara, rather than sugya. Very interesting. I, I, I don't I don't know the context of it. I know what it's there and that. But there's one more rivet that's very very famous, and I like to share it. Um, the rivet is in Hilchas Tshuva, and um, the the the, the uh, it's it's the Rambam lists in Hilchas Tshuva what exactly is um, the the uh, um, what exactly is the um, definition of apikorosim? Who counts as apikorosim, and so on? So one of the things that the Rama writes is somebody who believes that there's a god, but that the god has a physical form uh, or shape is an apikorosim or min. So the Rambam writes in that. This is a quote of Rambam. Elashu guf He has a body and, and an image. Um, is he's also an apikaris. Why does he call this person apikaris? Greater and bigger people than the Rambam felt that way. Because they learned the Psukim, they took him Kipshutan. And they also saw these things in Agathas which twisted their minds. Now, um, the the so derived is so people today are desperate to look for things that that are uh, crazy, different, unusual. So, I mean, some people pounce on derived that he believed that absolutely not true. Derived is very clear about it. But does, what does derived mean that many people believe this? So, if he would say many people believe this even though they're finer Jews. So yes, there were a lot of simple folks, um, and the Ram himself, the Ram himself is, in Mernavuchim especially, is constantly writing that no one is excused from this belief. There were a lot of simple folks that attributed um, physical form to Akash because they were, they were simple-minded people and so on. 
So if he would say you can't make them up because him or get it. What does he mean, Gedolim Etovim Two things. First of all, who, who are these many people bigger than the Rambam? Um, like, Mela, uh, you know, but, but there, he's saying that there are many people bigger and greater than him. Who? I mean, by all counts, you know, the, the, so what does he mean? And also, who does he mean? Who, who in the world do we know of that doesn't hold of this? So they, they found... Uh, you know, there's a some xaviad, a few pages of xaviad of of a of a very very um, uh, what I don't write where I had to call him, uh, not known anonymous, fairly anonymous, Baltaisvis um, that is Rishon that seems he argues with the Rambam, but what he holds exactly is not clear. Ramosha Taku, so everybody's this has become everybody's favorite to talk about. That he believes in corporeality, but besides that, who, who in the world? Who is he talking about? Um, so the Chaznish says he means don't over mimenu is of Klal Yisrael. Mimenu means of Klal. So we're talking about Klal Yisrael, and these people don't. Klal has a chelik on haba. And these people don't have a chalik. So he says, What do you mean? Gdolom and Tova Mimenu of Kalyasol, they don't have a who feel that way. So that would be referring back again to simply good and pious Jews. Be it as it may, I don't know. It, it's this is but it's a very, very famous rivet um you know that everybody knows about. Um I guess we'll finish off just one more interesting Lushan Fakert. Um the 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 the, the um, rivet he uses so either he lashes out against his opponent or he will say Tagadamalka Murdavram, I swear, I swear by the cast of the Malak, so so on. So the um so the Sheet Mukbetz Bamitsia brings the Balamar. He says, Achmana, listen, Afilata Marbe Kola Yoim. Even if you're going to yell and scream all days, these shavuos, I'm still not going to accept it. It doesn't help. These 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 sharp lashonis are not getting you anywhere. That's a very interesting reply of the Ramar. There's one more thing that I want to mention. That is another piece of a very different puzzle. Where did Kabbalah? The Kabbalah. Not of Darizal, but the earlier Kabbalah, when did it start becoming, spreading Kaisral and developing, etc.? So we have the following that we know of. The Ravid had a son, Reb Yitzchak, who was blind from birth. And he was called Reb Yitzchak Sagid Nohar, Reb Yitzchak the Blind. Um, he was known to have Ruch HaKodesh. There are. Um, Stories about him that he um, he could tell everything about a person when he met him, even though he couldn't see him. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, we don't have any works from him. He had two Talmudim, Reb Ezra and Reb Azriel. We have some of their stuff um, in in the Tefillah Moshe. I have his Pirish Reb uh, Ezra's Pirish on the Siddur. Aderach Kabbalah. It's it's a very it's the early it's the it's the Kabbalah Rishayim. He was definitely a Mekubal. We have his some Purushim and Very much had the early Sir Kabbalah, and the Ramban was their Talmud. So um, 
so the Shalsholos of Kabbalah, there is a Sefer called Shalsholos of Kabbalah that has the, it's a history work. But the Shalsholos of Chochmas Apnim starts with Rabbi Yitzhak Sagi Nohar, works its way through Rabbi Israel, then Rabban, and then, then you know, whoever had it afterwards and so on. The, um, the question is, what about the Ravid? The Rabbi Yitzhak Sagi Nohar's father, was, did the Ravid know Kabbalah or not? So quite a lot of Sfarim, including um, the uh, including the Mekubalim, write that when the Ravid writes many times Seid Hashem Nireyav, Karafir Roch and so on, he means it literally. And he had Gileyo, he had um, you know whatever type of uh, Giluyim, and he he was a Mekubal. The Kapis Tamarim says. Um, no, nah, it's nonsense. It's, it simply means that he, he writes his typical sharp shyness. So it, it's, a, it's another superlative of sorts. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know I, I have a, this, a that, the other. The Shem um, which is your obvious first resource for anything in these in, 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 in Yanam of biography and so on, writes, he brings this down, and he says, but you know, Kapas Tvarim should take a back seat because Reb Chaim Vital and all the others did think that the Ravid had real Rocha Kaddish and he was referring to Rocha Kaddish. So it went all the covered to Kapas Tvarim, but the, 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 the uh, giants of Kabbalah felt that he was that. So it's, it's very, it's certainly the Ravid's son is, 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 is the earliest um, Rishon that, that started the Shashals of Kabbalah. There's a there's a pirush on Sefer Yitzira called Ravid. It's it's universally accepted. That it's not the Ravid we're talking about. Not clear whose it is and so on. But um, but but definitely from the Ravid son, Rabbi Sagnor, is is where the Shalshalz Kabbalas and Chayisrael. Like I said, the Ravid was Nifter in about 1198, and Chof of Kislev is his yard site.